Fresh Juice Friday. Welcome back to No Tea, Just Juice, the high vibe podcast for wild spirited self healers. I'm your host, Sherelle, also known as Juice, also known as Big Juice, also known as OG Juice, also known as Doing the Most Right Now. I am a licensed clinical social worker, licensed psychotherapist, and full-time wild spirit. Thank you for sharing your space with me today. I'm grateful. Happy Fresh Juice Friday. Yes. All right, so a couple of weeks ago, I joined Clubhouse. Shout out to my girl Keisha with Candily Keisha Podcast for sliding me an invite. Y'all be sure to check her out. So anyway, I joined Clubhouse. And if you are not familiar with what Clubhouse is, it is a new social media platform, app, whatever, that is not yet available to the general public. They're still in beta testing, so they're working out the kinks and improving and, you know, just still getting it ready for everyone to be able to download eventually. There are two ways that you can get into Clubhouse. The most common way is by getting someone who already has a Clubhouse account to send you an invite And everyone has like a different amount of invites that they're able to send. Like when you start, they give you so many. And then after a while, they give you a few extra ones or whatever. At least that was the case with me. When I started, I got one invite. And then like after a week, I was given a few more. So that's one way that you can get in. Another way is to download the app and... You essentially just reserve your place and then when they get to you, they will allow you to have an account. I'm not really sure how that works or really how a lot of this works. I'm still fairly new to the app. But anyway, Clubhouse is very different from the social media platforms that we're familiar with like Facebook and Instagram And if you are around my age, MySpace, which, you know what, can we just pause for a moment? Those of you out there who remember MySpace, can we just take a second to appreciate all that MySpace was, okay? 
Tom, I don't know if you're out there, but if you're listening, you know, where are you? Where is Tom? Anyway, MySpace was a whole era in itself. Like we were low key out here coding and programming just to get our pages popping. You know, we could change the backgrounds. We could like add all kind of pictures and stuff in different positions. And let us not forget the music that we could add to our profile. Okay. And the top eight, <laughs> listen, whatever Bayaboo you had knew where they were in your life, depending on where you placed them in your top eight. And yeah, I just, I just appreciate that era because it was also before the culture around social media became what it was. So it was a lot funner and maybe that's just me, but I remember it being really fun and there wasn't this need to be flashy or be super photogenic and yeah we were just out here living our best lives on myspace but anyway enough about that clubhouse is not quite like that the thing that sets clubhouse apart is that your profile is basically your bio where you talk about who you are and what you do and you link any websites or social media. Well, actually you can't link your website, but social media to that. So there are no pictures, there are no videos, there's nothing like that. Essentially you connect with people through talking to them. So the way that this looks is people create different rooms, which are, or function like different chat rooms. And I want to say that it's for people to network. Like that's mainly how I'm seeing it being utilized. So much of the case is people promoting the things that they do or the services that they provide. And they are also meeting people who are interested in either patronizing their service or people that can help them or you help each other. With different business ventures, people are connecting and collaborating all around business and creativity and also education too. So people create rooms or these like chat rooms around different topics that they're qualified to speak on. And then other people can join those rooms, enter those rooms and listen and you can even be called on stage to speak or give your input about it and then some you can even create your own clubhouse within the clubhouse and you can have your own members uh, you know in in your clubhouse so they have these different clubs and you can join the clubs and follow the club so you can always position yourself to be able to find out and learn about these different topics around your particular area of interest. So for me as a therapist and a content creator, I tend to join in on rooms and participate in rooms around mental health and with other therapists and other content creators or mental health advocates, but also to like on the business side. So you have a lot of people who are entrepreneurs and some of them are extremely successful and, you know, they will moderate rooms on how to 
establish business credit or how to, I don't know, <laughs> sell products on Amazon or how to get a good side hustle. I, I mean, the rooms are are, are, <laughs> are vast, y'all. And, you know, <laughs> then you have these other rooms that are, after a certain time, all the rooms, at least from what I see, start being about other things like they're called demon time and I saw one room that was named don't come in here if you're not a bad bitch or how to land a sugar daddy or why sugar daddies love black women and all kind of (laughs) all kind of stuff so look you know whatever you're into there's probably a community on clubhouse for you some people have seen a lot of success especially business owners have reported tripling, quadrupling their sales since joining Clubhouse. And what I hear a lot of people particularly enjoy is the element of human connection. So you don't have a lot of the pictures and videos and things that typically sway people or influence people. You actually have to join a room in order to connect with people and that's ultimately what makes people want to follow you or or see what you're about you have to add your personality to it and it allows for a sense of human connection that some would argue has been lost in other forms of social media and I'm sure depending on who you ask there are way more benefits or or pros to this amazing and innovative app Now, some of the downsides or the criticisms are going to be that of what you see in the social media platforms that we're already familiar with, like the mess and the exaggerated lifestyle and credentials. For sure, it seems like, especially on Clubhouse, there seems to be a lot of fluff and I don't want to say embellishment, but everyone's a multipreneur. Everyone seems to already be earning six and seven figures. Everyone seems to be a guru in their field. And I found myself around the first week asking, well, where are the regular people? And maybe they're out there and I just haven't come across them. I'm still very new and have not spent that much time on the app as of late. Now, this is not an endorsement either way. You have to make up your own decision. If you are on Clubhouse, I'm really interested to know your perception and your perspective and experience being on the app. If you haven't been on it, please use your own judgment and decide for yourself. I think much like anything else, it's how we use it and what we choose to get out of it that ultimately makes the experience and governs our story. So this is in no way intended to sway you in either direction regarding the app. I'm mentioning all of this to provide a little bit of background about what I want to talk about today, which is imposter syndrome. I was in a room on Clubhouse, maybe my very first week on there, and I can't remember what the title of the room was, but it was a really great conversation that was being had and I joined in on it and one of the things that came up right on the time that I I joined in on the conversation was imposter syndrome and one of the young ladies asked what that was she had heard of it but really didn't know what it was and 
I was thinking, wow, you know, it, it's so interesting how we've heard this term, but a lot of us still don't know what it is. And I know that to be true because I was engaging in a conversation with my mom and my sister a couple months ago, and I mentioned struggling with imposter syndrome. And they were like, well, what is that? <laughs> and then when I got to describing some of the characteristics of it or how it shows up in me. They were both like, yeah, oh my gosh, I have that. That is true. I didn't know that that had a name. So definitely I know that this is something that people experience, but still may not know that there is a name for it. Now, the reason that I chose to share my experience with Clubhouse and link that to imposter syndrome is because I feel that if we are not careful, a lot of us are going to be experiencing it via this app. So let's talk a little about what imposter syndrome is. It is a sensation or a phenomenon where an individual struggles with accepting their own successes and wins and cannot for whatever reason internalize that as being something that they have earned or worked for. So here you are in a certain position and that could be you have been promoted to supervisor or you have won an award or you've gotten a raise or you have this really amazing job or you've been given this incredible opportunity and you, for whatever reason, feel like an imposter. Like, I don't belong here. It was just a fluke. And I have been pulling the wool over everyone's eyes and they are going to find out because I am literally making this shit up as I go. I don't know what I'm doing. And some people blame... <laughs> capitalism for creating this in us and other people blame patriarchy if you're a woman then you know there are many reasons and theories as to what creates this in us but one thing that I do know is that I feel that to some degree I won't say everyone but so many people experience imposter syndrome at some point in their lives or it's an ongoing thing that they have to work on. And nobody really likes to talk about it because we don't realize that other people feel this way. Yeah. So then you get on an app like Clubhouse where, like I said earlier, you have a lot of people who are extremely successful and extremely knowledgeable in the field that you're in or in the area that you're in and they are moderating rooms which basically means they decided to start a room and you know anybody can join the room and you have all these people in their rooms and they're speaking so eloquently on these different topics and things that you may want to speak about but then there's this influx of doubt and self-comparison and feelings of inadequacy and you say well if they're speaking about this and they they clearly know all about this then what makes me think that you know I can speak about this or I can even do the thing that I want to do right and this is not 
a result of Clubhouse or Clubhouse definitely didn't create imposter syndrome. But with this being a newer social media app that will soon make its way to everyone, I think it's really important to pay attention to how you're feeling and how you speak about yourself as you come across these amazing and successful people. And the messages that you tell yourself about your own worth, your own value, your own capabilities as you are now in a position to be in close proximity with people that you probably otherwise wouldn't have. I mean, Clubhouse is cool because you can really be in the same room with a lot of people that you admire and look up to and then people you've never heard of but seem to be really great and really knowledgeable. And it's human nature to sometimes compare yourself and really beat your own self up about how (laughs) you may not feel as qualified as them. So I wanted to offer that word of caution because I have been in rooms and spoken with people in and off of the app who are struggling with that and find that being on this amazing app is in on one hand inspiring them and teaching them but on the other hand making them feel like <laughs> they don't know shit <laughs> But if you are on Clubhouse and there is a room that you want to moderate, I want to say go for it. You are still an expert in your field and in your own right. And one of the things that I shared in the room that I was in and one of the things that I've previously shared with y'all is that you still deserve to take up space and ultimately know that the successes you have the successes that you um, are working towards and all of the accomplishments you have under your belt are in no way any less significant. And just because someone may have a larger following than you or even more years of experience than you does not in any way mean that you are less worthy of moderating your own rooms on whatever topics you want to talk about. So keep that in mind. I also want to offer a few suggestions for combating imposter syndrome. As I said before, I struggle more times than others with imposter syndrome. And one of the things that I found to be incredibly helpful for me and others have said has been helpful for them is just acknowledging that this is a thing, right? So just because I'm feeling like an imposter, just because I feel like I'm undeserving, doesn't actually mean that I am, that this is a sensation that many people who are quite successful experience. So knowing that it's not just me normalizes it and allows me to have a little more comfort as I work through processing these different thoughts and emotions. In fact, Maya Angelou said once she'd written like 11 books and she thought like, "Uh uh-oh, they're going to find me out now. I've been running the game on them. That's not like in quotes, but I thought that was incredibly profound for the 
genius, the brilliant, amazing, <laughs> phenomenal, right, woman that she was, that she is, to experience that. And then it goes on. I mean, there, there are just a host of other prominent figures who speak or have spoken about experiencing imposter syndrome and all offer their own advice or recommendations around how to work through that. Michelle Obama, our first lady, gave an amazing uh, talk once on that. So you can look it up on YouTube, just Michelle Obama imposter syndrome. And I found it very, very refreshing, much like many of the things that she says. But yes, just knowing that imposter syndrome is a thing and many people, including the greats, experience it has been helpful. So then the next thing, or maybe not the next thing, but another thing that you do want to do is when you find yourself experiencing imposter syndrome or just feeling like you have somehow stumbled your way into your own success, you have somehow lucked up and made it this far, just taking a moment whenever you whenever you're feeling this way or you you notice that your thoughts are going that way to reaffirm your worth reminding yourself that i earned my spot at this table i deserve a spot at this table i have worked really hard to be where i am i am knowledgeable about the things that i want to talk about while i'm still learning i am still qualified. However you want to speak to yourself, just taking that opportunity to really pour into and reaffirm yourself when you're feeling low can be something that's really helpful. And an added way to do this is writing your own affirmations, creating your own affirmations. I mean, affirmations are plentiful and there there are affirmations in any topic just about that you may be struggling in or any area, especially in career or performance or whatever, but writing your own and making them specific to you. So one way that I do this is acknowledging my own fears and insecurities out loud, even if it's just to myself or writing them down. Yeah. And then when I write down the specific thing that I feel makes me an imposter or the thing that I feel um, I just lucked into, I write a counter, right, affirmation. So on one hand, I write, this is how I'm feeling. How would I like to feel, right? So if you have the thought, I don't feel qualified to speak about this topic or I don't know enough about this thing. And so that's how you feel, right? And you wanting to moderate a room on this topic or you want to speak on this particular topic. So on the other side, how you would like to feel, right? Or the counter to that would be something like, while I may not be a quote unquote expert, I do know a lot in this particular area and the information that I have to offer may still be helpful to some people. So reframing your imposterous thoughts, I just made that up, 
imposterous thoughts, but whatever. Reframing them can be really helpful when it comes to combating imposter syndrome or wanting to step out there on platforms like Clubhouse, but just not Clubhouse either. Maybe even on social media, maybe you're wanting to create your own platform or wanting to share the knowledge that you have with people, but feeling for whatever reason you're not qualified. But specifically speaking about Clubhouse and and how I see this impacting people, right? So Clubhouse, yes, it's this new cool app everyone's talking about. You be your own judge and decide how you feel about it. I do think that there are a lot of great benefits to it. And a lot of people are getting some great information, but just be mindful of the fact that this is also another social media platform. And thus we're subjected to the same things that we experience on other social media platforms or just in ourselves, such as imposter syndrome which again is the sensation or phenomenon where we really just struggle acknowledging the fact that we have truly earned the wonderful, wonderful successes that we have in our lives or the wins that we have in ways around that are going to be just remembering that everyone experiences it from time to time, some more than others. We can work on it through affirming our worth acknowledging our insecurities, and reframing our thoughts. Now, clubhouse or not, I'm curious, have you ever experienced imposter syndrome? What thoughts did you or do you tell yourself? And what do you do to cope with it, if anything? I'm really curious to know. Also, if you're on clubhouse, look me up at Therapy Juice Bar. I have some really exciting rooms coming up. Questions or comments about today's show can be sent in to Sherelle at therapyjuicebar.com. That's C-H-E-R-R-E-L-L-E at therapyjuicebar.com. If you're not doing so already, be sure to follow us at Therapy Juice Bar on Instagram. And please, if you're feeling the content, rate, review, and don't forget to subscribe. Bring a friend to the couch with you next time. And until then, peace, love, and juice. Stay wild.